When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even the Cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are rewatching Sex in the City with you. And just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. I am Kevin James Doyle. And I am not John Sieber. But you are. Oh, well, my name is Jeremy. Hello, everyone. Yeah, Jeremy Balin. What's up? for the the newest father in the land yeah we got a we got another boy on the pod jeremy (sighs) you hear jeremy's voice on this pod and now you hear his voice live on this pod that's right very stoked to have him here jeremy balin our producer what up i mean you doing what everything's fine uh i'm just really looking forward to meeting this uh next bradshaw boy that was just made we we Uh, should talk about that real quick because we talked about it to our patreon subscribers but i don't know if our live feed subscribers are aware but john sieber is not on this episode right now because John Sieber and Katie Sieber mm, love them. Uh, love them. They have a new roommate in their life. <laughs> they got another roommate. They Mickey, got a little baby. Little Mickey baby Sieber. Mickey. Mickey Sieber. Oh. Mickey Mitchell Sieber. They got a little baby. So, you know, I wanted to just help out oh. and uh, show up and, you know, do my best, John. I'm going to hate Carrie Bradshaw. And well, actually, like, this season, this rewatch, John is team Carrie now. Oh, shit. So okay. you got to you got to flip that perspective a little bit. Right. Well, it's yeah. funny because I did make a couple notes of like <laughs> she's 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 pretty amazing in this episode. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> not going to lie. I, have, I just looked up. I looked up Mickey Sex in the City to just see if there was anything. And if there's a character or anything mm-hmm. and there's an episode where Carrie wears a, a vintage Mickey mouse t-shirt. That's the only thing she's oh, with nice. burger and she's wearing a vintage Mickey mouse t-shirt. There's no care. There must not be any Carrie, any episodes with a character named Mickey. Interesting. But, so. um, that's all right. Yeah. Well, how, can I just ask how, how you guys are liking the rewatch? Cause I know you, you know, we made a big deal out of that first watch, you know what I mean? And now you right, guys are right. going back through it. So, like, what is the uh, what is the takeaway so far? Your season two, what is it, 17? This is uh, season two, episode 17. Yeah, I mean, I th- I, I, my, my takeaway is that every time we watch one, I think we're having the same experience that a lot of the other people that watch that are fans of the show have, where I'm like, sure. oh, it's this one. And then I and then I watch it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. That's awesome. And then I'm also like, oh, I forget that like this hasn't happened to this character yet. Or like, right. you know, so like it's 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 like a fond memory, a fond friend. It's almost like going back and listening mm. to a band's like second album or something and being right, like, right. I remember this song. You know, that, so that's kind of the vibe I get from it. I remember these idiot this idiot yeah. that tried to 
videotape all the ladies. I remember that exactly. guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're still enjoying watching. Mm-hmm. People are enjoying listening, at least based on the numbers, like as more people are listening than ever. And, and they're, they have new episodes coming along. So it's like, I don't know. It, it was kind of a way of like, should we, do, should we do this rewatch? And then it's been enjoyable. And it's like, oh yeah, we're, there's nothing but positives. And I do think there's, there is something nowadays like rewatching was not really a thing you were able to do a long time ago mm-hmm. when things were just on television, you had to mm-hmm. just like check in and that was when things were episodic and not even uh, a storyline to follow. And so it is kind of, in a way, it's cool to be able to rewatch things. I guess DVD box sets were the first thing that allowed you to right. do that very easily. Um, and then with streaming, you can do it on a large scale. Like anyone who wants to can can hop in. And so I don't know. It's It's like fun to be a part of like a little community and to be able to do this like it's cool like yeah. when we do when we do like the instagram uh questionnaires and stuff it's like th- thousands of people chime in and hmm. bring insights that we never by the time this time we were just like is anyone listening and like we would have like a friend that would be like we listen to your podcast and now it's just cool how many people are participating in it so mm-hmm. it's worth it because it feels like a family affair absolutely yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We have a community now. Very cool. What about you, Balin? When you, you, when you, uh, when you decided to produce our podcast, were you like, I had no idea how much fucking inside info I would have on sex in the city. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. I mean, nobody could ever imagine and nor, nor could I imagine that, you know, you guys have had all the stars and all the, you know, producers and direct. It's amazing. You guys, what you guys have done, um, is, is nothing short of, uh, incredible. Fandemonium, well, as as they what, say. What do you think of the show uh, after? Because you were going in as cold as we were when we all first started watching it. So, yeah. like, what has your been your take on the show? Watching well, it as another Bradshaw boy. Today, I watched the uh, the HBO Now or whatever the uh, whatever the new one is, where they've reformatted it to HD and it's all mm-hmm. gorgeous. And um, mm-hmm. but uh, I think like overall since we're into season two, it felt like it was a little more further down the road as far as like a lot of those first season, like uh, little ticks that you would see of like, Oh, this is horribly unacceptable now. And Oh, this is, um, this is something that uh, maybe not everyone would do. I don't know. It just seems like to me that like it, they seem like they have it figured out and it's a very, uh, it just was like, they're banging it out. And I don't know. I love, I love this episode. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I think the really Sex in the City Golden Age happens. I don't know exactly when it is, but it's sometime in season two. It's like mm. season two, Shortcomings is very good, which was um, just a Justin, few episodes ago. Just, just yeah, Justin Theroux but, part two. Yeah, like I, I I don't know exactly. I could I think it'd be fun to find the exact pinpoint, but. Mm-hmm. We are currently, we just began the Golden Age because Shortcomings is really good. Then this episode's really good. The Patreon that we just did um, was very good, the last episode. And they're just on a, they're just on a roll. I think the second and third season of this show are so inspiring because as, I don't know, we're all creative people. And I think when you imagine 
running out of your ideas, you're really scared and you're like, oh my right. gosh, mm -hmm. if I write these two books, what will my third book be? And then it's like the third season of so many things of the Sopranos, of Sex and the City, of, of Mad Men. There's so many season threes <clears throat> where it's like they hit their stride. And you know, when you're pitching a show around, they're probably like, cool, here's the 12 episodes that we thought of. And then season two, you're like, what, what else do we have? And then you see just how much they're like nailing it like this. Mm -hmm. They're just on a roll with like so many, I don't know. They've just like dug deeper into the well of like, what is there about sex and love and dating in the modern age that we can get to? And mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just really inspiring to watch like how hard they nail it in, yeah. in this part of season two. And then knowing that season three and four, are probably the two of the greatest episodes of of television of all time. I would say. Well, yeah, it does start but to. They're come in around. the golden age right now, is what I think. Right, I agree. Yeah. Well, speaking of being in the golden age, how well, about? Oh, Balin. No, sorry. Were you gonna say I, I was going to say, what's more golden than the Brady Bunch intro? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Which yeah. is yeah, yeah exactly. right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let Katie let's let Katie give the episode recap, and uh, and then we will let's let's let her give that, and then we'll dive in to talk about the episode. So cool. I'll start the fire Wait, on real the beach, quick. Do you think the drinks? Do, do you think in and just like that, do you think they'll have uh, like 50, 40 somethings versus 50 somethings? That would be fucking awesome. Oh, interesting. I, I think I think the subtitle of the episode would be 40 somethings versus 50 somethings colon 20 somethings don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's I think just that's what that episode would be called. Oh, man. Uh, go. I don't know. What would it be All called? Right. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Okay. I think uh, there, there's a really good, there's a good like Mark Maron. Uh, Mark Maron did a, on his uh, podcast, lock the gates on his, uh, on his, uh, Hey, what's up fuckers <laughs> on WTF. He just recently interviewed um, James Murphy, uh, lead singer of LCD sound system. And Maron was talking about how he was 57 and James Murphy was like, I'm 51. And then just in, and uh, Marin was like, yeah, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. And James Murphy was like, here's the thing. No one cares about the difference between a 57-year-old white right. dude and a 51-year-old white, or just a dude. He was just like, everyone, like once you get into your 50s, they're like, those are dudes in their 50s. No one's like, what's the nuance between a 51-year-old and a 57-year-old? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Negligible. So they... But it, but it might be it might be different with with, with these characters that you have followed these women who you've followed since right. their 30s through relationships stuff like that like that it is different them from that time to this time I also don't that know if true. it translates the 20s to 30s to the 40s to the 50s because I feel like the 20s to the 30s is such a huge life shattering time totally when you're in your 20s or you when you're in your 30s further totally down different. the road as like I could say this as a 45 year old man. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's inching close to 50. Um, yeah, I don't hold anything against 40 year olds. <laughs> I just don't, I have no, no, uh, you know, I don't see one in the street and be like, you son of a, you know, you got five <laughs> years on me, you son of a bitch. Yeah. But, uh, that's so true. But it's interesting, but you know what would be, I know, and, and I'm for a fact, I know I'm uh, dragging it on here, but I know for a fact that they're going to somehow address like the, the 50 year olds versus the 20 year, you know what I mean? Like sort totally. of the same idea in this episode. There has to be some sort of hips, hips to Brooklyn uh, contingent to this series, I would think, because it's changed even so much. At, even at this point, hips are queens. 
Yeah, I would say I would I would say that that Queens parts of Queens are much more hipster than Brooklyn really? at this point. Wow. Oh yeah, like Ridgewood. Ridgewood is like where stuff's going down. Well, see, no that's one... in- interesting to me is to. Um... You know, the whole show was basically a Manhattan. You know, that was yep. it was a show about Manhattan, but um, yeah, and then hating every other well, hating Brooklyn. Well, but it's it's interesting though. You're right because Miranda moved to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then they kind of in the time that the show ended, they kind of missed the whole Brooklyn thing. Right. I would say a show we've talked about before, Bored to Death, that is you know a much less popular show, but like that that picked that up. Mm-hmm. But Sex in the City kind of missed the that would Sex in the City was more of like downtown Manhattan scene in the late late 90s early 2000s and then they sort of missed which I not even but not bored to death I'm wrong on that girls 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 I was gonna say that's like the yeah that's like the next gen yeah Yeah, girls is Brooklyn yeah Uh, I do like that show too but uh. alright alright Katie take us away and then we'll Um, uh, we'll be back look Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Episode 21. Old dogs, new dicks. Carrie tries to get Big to stop checking out other women when they're together. Miranda and Steve's opposite schedules become a problem, and Samantha runs into an old hockey player boyfriend who is now a blonde drag queen named Samantha. Charlotte is turned off when she dates a man who has not been circumcised, while Samantha claims to prefer it. And now, back to the boys. And we're back. We are back 20 something girls versus 30 something women versus 50 something retired people. It's all happening. It's a story for the ages. Uh, what, what a, what a when, great episode, though. Great episode. When do people retire now? People One don't retire the, at 55 or 65 anymore. People work to their like 80 now. Yeah, but I think legally it's 62 get, or 65, get, right? You get Medicare and ARP, yeah, you can, I think it's 65 or 66 now. Mm-hmm. You, you can get your full social security. You can get your full social security benefits at 66. 66. Wow. Okay. Well, so, hey, if you're a listener of right? our podcast, if yeah. you're a listener of our podcast and you're currently getting your retirement benefits, send us a message. We want to talk to you. I'm serious. That would yeah, be if, you, if, if you're you 66, have your full, you listen to our podcast. That's a, that's incredible. We love you. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and yeah, if you're getting that, if you're getting that government cheese, throw it to the Patreon. You know what I'm saying? No, um, like cheese. But I think like, uh, yeah, I think this is maybe one of the one of the first platinum level episodes one of the wow. first five yeah. cosmo episodes yeah yeah i don't know what we rated this the first watch around but i would agree there's a lot there's a lot going on here mm-hmm. dr bradley migo a lot going on here oh man wait give um, us the uh give us the breakdown and wait it while he's giving us the breakdown balen is it possible for you to pull up what our cosmo ratings were for this the first yes. time around oh good we have oh, it on a no, I have it. I, sick i forgot okay, i do you have look it, for yeah. that I'm going to do my best. Uh, we did this on our on our Patreon, but 
I'm going to do my best to channel my um, organized John brain. <clears throat> so here we go. All right. So this episode, uh, this is 20 something girls versus 30 something women. So episode starts out. Um, they're having a, they're having a brunch. They're having a chat and to chat and chew. Um, and uh, they, well, actually there's a Brady bunch intro. Like, uh, like Jeremy said, where it talks about these people staying at the Hamptons and they have a little love triangle and because of that love triangle they have a spot open in their hamptons house and that brings us to a chat and chew where the girls talk about maybe going out to do this hampton share and it's really like for us that live in new york there is a thing that's like hard to understand like what the hamptons is but the hamptons is like it's it's this it's like going to the beach in the summer but people go out there it's usually very fancy. We'll touch even more on that in a little bit, but basically they're like going to do a Hampton summer share. Um, also they talk about the differences between younger women and older women. And Samantha has a young assistant in her twenties that is very wet behind the ears, but is also very ambitious. Um, they ride the Hamptons Jitney, which is just a greyhound down to the Hamptons. And they talk about like riding that out there. Um, and uh and then charlotte ends up meeting a young dude and charlotte is up dating a young dude in his 20s and kind of reverts back to frat frat party land mm -hmm. um and parties with this guy and as we getting crabs um meanwhile carrie is back in manhattan and goes to a party and uh carrie's at a beach party and she meets this um young girl who is not sleeping around and saving herself for marriage but loves carrie's column and she is Carrie's 20 something girl and asks if she can kind of shadow her. Um, also while Carrie is at a book party, she meets Dr. Bradley Mego who has a house in the Hamptons and he is the guy that is good on paper that she doesn't really like, right. uh, but she feels like she's supposed to like him. And then, um, the, uh, Miranda is just kind of in the Hamptons. Miranda doesn't really have like a super strong story. I don't think maybe I missed that, but Miranda's kind of just out in the Hamptons with them. Um, and then the other really big thing is that at the end of this Hamptons, uh, the Hamptons hoedown, the beach blowout hoedown party when Carrie's wearing her classic tube top and cowboy hat, she sees big and we are introduced to Natasha who one day Carrie will knock her fucking teeth out. But for now, big is back from Paris. We meet Natasha. And then the question that is asked in this episode is 20 something girls friend or foe. Mm. And that is, that is, we're kind of, we're kind of looking at, um, at age versus experience and and a little bit of grace i would say as well mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's kind of the wrap up of where we are i don't know if i really missed anything on the miranda Corey, story Corey, 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 Corey. yeah can i just say yeah unbelievable pretty good wow pretty good thank you thank you just just like a stepping up to the plate in a way that that you can only hope for when when you're when you're on the ropes and you're like can we do this the delivery, the, the, I mean, I can't, I can't be more complimentary of that breakdown. I thought it was Thank incredible. You. I got to say, I just, I just want to make John Sieber proud. That's mm. really all I want to do is in my life is make yeah. John proud. Yeah. I hope he comes yeah. back. You know what I mean? You, you don't want to <laughs> screw it up too much. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. I know. Well, 
I know it's, we- kind of, it's kind of nerve wracking that he's like, he's like, I have a son now and I have like a future. It was mm. kind of like, we we're kind of putting a lot into this uh, silly podcast, but I, <laughs> I kind of have something to live for now. <laughs> I know it's pretty funny that John's like, I have a, I have a son and I'm like, cool. I have a, I have a purpose now. I have to recap the episodes. <laughs> Meanwhile, John has a dependent. Right. Changing diapers well, as we speak. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, where, where do we want uh, to start? I think we should start. Who should we start with? For- I think we should start with something that is a very obvious thing. Kevin, where are you recording from right now? Oh, well, uh, just a little place called the Hamptons. You're in the Hamptons. I'm in the Hamptons. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Now, listen, it, let me. This is this was fascinating because last year was my first year out here living mm-hmm. um, and I work out here and the sometimes it's like it's easy to think like New York changes or like, oh, things got more expensive or like Brooklyn is this. Brooklyn. Their description of the Hamptons is f- the exact same. People so are still doing shares. I, I want to, and, and also like people, it's really, 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 it's expensive in a way that is like not even cool. Like mm. try be- mm-hmm. getting like an expensive cocktail on the Upper East Side or in Tribeca or something, not even Upper East Side, in Tribeca, you're, you're in Tribeca. Here is like expensive in a way that is just silly. Like it is, it is mm-hmm. a really weird place and it is a fun beach place, but there, there is something about this place that is, I think, carry. That I think they nail it in a way of like it is not, it, like it's cool in name, like exactly what they said. Like let's do this, and then you get out there and you're like, unless you're a multi, multi, multi millionaire or own a right. house, like it, it's more fun to just like fucking get on your bike, go to Coney Island, eat some Nathan's, drink on the beach. And then go home. Like it's mm. right. It's it's totally. a really interesting place. But I thought mm-hmm. their their honoring of it of the authenticity was like pretty fascinating. Having mm-hmm. worked out here a second summer now, I will say as someone who has come and visited you when you have worked out there, and John has worked out there as well. Like it, I didn't really understand the Hamptons. And their portrayal of it makes so much sense. I've ridden the Jitney out to meet you guys. And it is 100% a Greyhound with people talking loudly on their cell phones. Like there's so many things in the Hamptons that you think will just be really fancy. Mm. And they're not. And they, when they talk about yeah. the traffic getting out there. Oh, yeah. I, I drove out to hang out with you not too long ago. Traffic was insanity. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and you're right. And then the other thing that I did in the past couple of weeks was one day... I had the day off work and I took the subway out with a friend and we went to Rockaway beach and it was so much easier Mm. and it was really fun. Although I didn't get to hang out with you. So it's much more fun to go hang out. It's very fun to get to hang out with your friends, but they're right. They really nailed a lot of stuff about the Hamptons. It's funny that the, the Jitney thing um, was exactly the same, not the exactly the same, but it was similar in girls. We we were just speaking about a second ago. They do this whole thing of a pilgrimage to the, same sort of idea to a house. Of course, theirs are their house is nicer, and it's you know right. in the girls' uh, 2000s sort of mindset. So, but, but yeah. they do a really good thing that I <laughs> well, think what? that you bring up. Like, I think that it's kind of it's kind of good that the house they go to mm-hmm. in Sex and the City is like not that great because there is a thing where you get out there and you're like, you hear all this stuff about these like you know like 
a party where everyone's wearing white linen and stuff. But then like you get to the house and you're like, some of it is like a little old beach town. Mm -hmm. And then there's Alec Baldwin just mm -hmm. walking on the sidewalk with like a coffee and his kids. Right. Like it's definitely like a weird. Hi. It's, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Do you think Hi. this is dark? Dark. Hi. Brew? Welcome to cold brew. What is it? Uh, 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 I have a question. Is this uh Amagansett? Yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to, you know, he does a thing in Sag Harbor, the Sag Harbor, um, he, he like reads from Moby Dick or something, or he did last year, two years ago. He like reads from Moby Dick and Sag Harbor. We did, uh, we did get drunk in the Hamptons last year. Well, not drunk. We had drinks. We had some rosé yeah. in the Hamptons with yep. uh, the the woman who started it all, Candace Bushnell, last year. Yeah, which was Candace Bushnell. Awesome. We, what was the um, what was the place? I don't I don't think it's blowing up too much of a spot to say where we had drinks. Is it? I think that's like pretty, pretty uh, common. I forget Hamptons what it's place. called. Maybe I think not. it's maybe we won't say. Yeah, bib bibliotech or B something like bibliotech. that. It was a, it's like a really yeah. It was a very fancy place. There but, were yachts well, around, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun to see Candace yeah. Bushnell in the Hamptons. It was fantastic. Uh, Bibliotech is a uh, all public, public digi think... digital library. Sorry. Ah, there you go. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. I guess. I, I will say the thing that with this episode and with what they do a good job of in Sex and the City in general is that the way that you get connected to cool things in in life is like always the coolest things are not something you just like buy a ticket to unless it's a concert, but it's like a friend knows a friend who has a party, you know? Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. is what is like this one person I know is doing a book release and I think we can get in or like this person does this party and I know the person. And I yeah. thought that was like so true to the, being out here, but also just any cool thing I've been to in life has been like, uh, hey, Corey, Ben has uh, a thing and he said if we show up, he can meet us at the door. And then we're in and we're like, whoa, free yeah. drinks. This place is awesome. Mm. Willem yeah, Dafoe's totally. over there. Like, <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's yeah, that's but, that's so totally it. Who, 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 sh who should we cover? I'm wearing my white linen. I'm all ready for to cover I some know. some of the gals. <laughs> I say we cover Charlotte. I think Charlotte oh, is very the, interesting. Very interesting and like a pretty. Oh, Kevin just put on yeah, a, put on the a hat. Panama hat right there. Um, I think um, Charlotte is the most literal version of the twenty-something girls. That, well, maybe not the most literal version because they're actual twenty-something-year-old girls in their storylines. But Charlotte is the one who, who kind of transports herself back to hanging with the younger crowd, and then she gets bit. If you know what I mean. Mm. So Charlotte Boy, meets this young. She meets this young dude out there. And just has a, a grand old time. And then she gets crabs, <laughs> which well, I will say when she gets crabs, they kind of, they like laugh it off and they're like crabs is a young person. Well, do right. Right. Do people get crabs anymore? I've, I feel like that was like in a lot of shows and I haven't, I haven't interacted. I've talked to, I know that. people with every single sexually transmitted disease mm -hmm. at this point. I've met someone with it who has had, everything no one's ever had crabs mm -hmm. i've I, i've never i don't know anyone in the last 20 years that's had crabs <laughs> i uh I don't, I, did we get rid of it did bill gates get rid of he I mean, eradicated malaria and crabs <laughs> maybe it is right maybe it's a young person's game and we're just we've just aged out of the uh crab group you know what i mean i mean there is a there is an Wait, article that i, have I looked up that says it, the article is called where have all the crabs gone? Ugh. And it's talking about how the 80s yeah. and 90s. Yeah. 
they were more around. Uh, what were you going to say? I figured, I think I know one of the reasons why. Why? Oh, I People know. People trim yeah, their pubic right. hair way oh, more now. Oh, there you go. That's possible, No, yeah. no, no 70s uh, styles, bushy, bushy, blonde hair dude type deals. You know what I mean? I didn't even think about that. Maybe Wait, you're right, oh my though. Gosh. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I mean, I just, I just got guy brained so hard. <laughs> this is, I just like, I just totally did a hop, skip and a jump to like getting, getting horn, turned on by something. Cause we were just like, <laughs> wait, why don't people have crabs? And I was like, cause they shave their pubes now. And then I was like, wait, Charlotte got crabs. Wait, that means Charlotte has a bush. I like. <laughs> oh glad I put gosh. this hat on. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm glad I put this hat on. I've, I've. Oh all gosh. right, so this is okay. So Sh Charlotte's rocking the '70s bush. I love it. Yeah. Uh, still, you heard it here first. Still, my favorite character. In case anybody's keeping score, uh, Charlotte is adorable, and I love her to death. Um, you and Kevin both. I know. I know. Uh, I was going to say that uh, when I was in college, uh, I wasn't per se in college. I was at a college and I was okay. staying at a friend's house for months and months. And it was one of those deals. Got um, we it was like a punk rock house and uh, mm -hmm. we would all just, you know, like, you know, drink and smoke weed and do all of our, our, all of our partying, like beach partying, sort of like this, this joint. But uh, mm -hmm. at some point I started getting an itch on my belt. Oh, no. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Um, and, and like five of us were just laying in this girl's bed to watch TV. We were just like hanging out and it was just like, there was their chairs. It was just a bed. That's my story anyway. Uh, and it, I started getting itches and I started getting bumps <laughs> right by the belt area. And I was like, oh my God, what did, she, what happened? Um, and apparently she had scabies. So I've heard, so are uh, scabies crabs? Are scabies mm, crabs? I don't think scabies and crabs are the same. I don't either, but I have heard of someone who lived in a, in, in a similar kind of like punk rock, like a, like a, like a environment where there were some unsavory characters coming in and out and there was a scabies situation happening there as well. So yeah. I, I have Dude, heard it, that as it well. It wouldn't go away for, for years and years and my belt would irritate it. And it was just, it's not a great look. Oh. Luckily I was horribly single and I would, you know, nobody would even look at me. Uh, what? I went to a, uh. I went to a very popular, um, well, like a, there was a very big dance program in our college, um, mm -hmm. Point Park University. Shout out to Zoya. One of our, I mentioned Point Park in another episode and one of our listeners wrote in was like, I went to Point Park. I didn't know Bradshaw boys were Point Park, well, but, um, cool. Go, I don't know uh, if they remember this, but unicorns, it was a few years before I went there, but, uh, there was a huge scabies outbreak in Ugh. all of the dance studios. And so, you know, dancers are just like rolling around and doing all kinds of stuff in the dance studios. And there was a, so like, there was a huge scabies outbreak, which is pretty nasty. But so here, we have right here on, um, on aidsmap.com. <laughs> That's the website. Uh, crabs and scabies are not the same. Um, but they also scabies are tiny mites that burrow under your skin. Mm-hmm. And, and, Pubic and lice, crabs I think, don't burrow under the skin. I think crabs just hang out live in the on hair. Live on the hair, yeah. Like you're right there. Yeah. So it's sort of, this it's, is, the, it's the, you know, tomato, heirloom tomato, sort of like, you know, two different styles of, of genital bugs kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, totally. There, there is a thing that says how it spreads, how scabies spreads. It just says skin-to-skin -skin contact, handshake, or hugs, which is pretty <laughs> frightening when you think Ugh. about it. 
Yeah. How's it? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, luckily it did go away, you know, no more scabies in the Bradshaw boys family. We're all clean, <sighs> clean bills of health. Thank I God. Um, Kevin's God. been out there for a while though. So we don't know, you know, what his status come back. is. So. I just say stay well, out of a, punk rock houses and don't sleep with, with dudes in the Hamptons. That's, that's true. That's what I would say. Or yeah. what's your question? I have Kevin? a question though. What, 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 um, like is lying about your age in this, I guess it's showing like a 20 something would think that this is, but it's like the fact that he would bring that up in the I mean, same realm of giving someone a, a thing that affects your body is f- fucking insane. Insane. Yeah, yeah, this but is I guess a, I he's supposed fact, to be an idiot, right? He's supposed to be an idiot, but li- I think we've come. I mean, of course, this is the conversation, the confrontation, right between at the yeah. end between her. Okay, yeah, Charlotte and Charlotte the guy, and she's like, "You gave me crabs," and then he's like, "Well, you lied about your age." <laughs> I think that like we talk about how this show is always played for comedy, and I think we've also, I think we've come further in the past twenty years about conversations like frank conversations with partners and stuff like that yeah um because it's weird that he just knows that he has crabs like yeah i can't yeah. imagine someone just living with crabs and being like that's my deal yeah i got crabs well like, and then having that like like instantly ready to be like well you lied to me about your age you know it just doesn't yeah. make it's like two different whole worlds like kevin was saying it just doesn't make any sense we, we have a follower we have a follower. We follow them, and I think she follows us too. Um, maybe she listens. I don't know if she still does, but she Martha Stewart. Uh, fo- we, she's an Instagram mutual, okay. um, and her Instagram is sex education. So I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, the E-L. she's yeah. a is she a uh, therapist? I think she no she her whole Instagram is about um, it's it's her name's Emily De Depasse or Depas. Hmm. And she is all about um, redefining the narratives about STIs. And she has some very, very interesting stuff about what you're supposed to do with, um, with how to disclose sexual, sexually transmitted infections. Mm. That's one thing. A few people have mentioned, have messaged me about my special Corey and said that I say STDs, which is outdated. So I have to go back oh. in and re-record STIs over overall oh man it's sexually you, transmitted do you think infection. those same people did those same people get in touch with eddie murphy about all of yeah. his specials from the 80s about all <laughs> about the outdated all the things stuff, he yeah. said <laughs> yeah but um there's it's really it's just a very informative instagram that like she has very good design but also she just has a lot of good stuff about talking to people about and i, I believe she is pretty open about the fact that she has herpes and she talks a lot about what it's like to have that and communicate that to partners and date with it. And I, it's, I don't know, there's a lot more research or uh, resources out there to talk about um, STIs and, and your sexual background. And I feel like people have a little more education of how to be responsible with it than, than something like that. Like um, even, even Charlotte doesn't. I wonder if they'll address that in the new episode, uh, series. We'll we'll see. But mm. I, I do feel like they're a little more. There's more information out there, and that's a great follow. Sex L Jacation, um, and yeah, it's pretty good. And she yeah. would be very. I think she would be like, uh, what that dude did was extremely not cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. This this is um, too before the HPV craze, right? Because that was like 2005 or something. 2000 2000 maybe. 
I mean, I feel like, uh, right? There was a time when was, that was, was like... before the... It was before the HPV craze, also before the cronut craze. Yeah. HPVs <laughs> and cronuts came around the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. one's delicious and one is not. Yeah. The um but yeah, I mean, I, I just think like the way that dude totally acted like a a fucking loser twenty something in that ex- exchange. And then also we have a poll here that says Charlotte lying about her age, tacky or who cares? 24% say tacky, 1,680 people, 76% wow. say who cares. I'm a huge who cares guy. If anything, you should be excited yeah. once once you find out a real age that you're like, oh my gosh, a lovely older yeah. woman. Like that, and you're at a party, and like uh, I don't understand why that's not like the top of the priority to be like, let's blow off all this crab stuff and talk yeah. about our future. And get out of here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Well- what about um yeah let's get what into, do we have about samantha there um there was one funny little thing oh. i saw which is in line with the bus stuff that we you guys always tell your guests oh, sure. um mm-hmm. and that was in one of the first scenes when there's like a um shot of them in the street and it's follow them out there's a van a plumbing truck in the background i don't know if you saw that and the graphic is just somebody putting their thumb uh in a hole so to stop the leak you know what i mean Love that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Caught my eye as a prop guy. You know, I've made those trucks really? before. So I was just like, why? And it stood out a little to me, but uh, <laughs> it was just, it was funny to kind of uh, see what they do. Cause a lot of times that'll just be made up. They'll just, they'll just make it whatever they want. You know what I mean? The graphic wise. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of, yeah. Kind it's of usually, usually I feel like on that stuff, they end up like putting like a name of their friend on there or something like that. That it'd just be mm. like, you know, it'd just be like, Doyle's. Yeah, I was gonna say Doyle's dykes because a dike huh. is what you put your thumb in in Holland mm-hmm. to to you know cut thing. Uh, no, cut. it's like a dam. Oh, it's right. Like, right. That's okay. the whole thing. You stick your thumb in a dike in Holland, and then it doesn't leak out. So Doyle's dykes. Well, if I was making a show <laughs> yeah. and that was on a truck, I would put Doyle's dykes. That's what I would do. Well, I did one, and uh, <laughs> um, I just put my name, Balin, Balin Plumbing. Oh, there you go. So I'll send you a picture of that. Oh, what show? Oh. It was a movie with Mark Ruffalo and nice. Gwyneth Paltrow. That's awesome. Called Nice. Uh, Do you know any remember. of the people working on on and just like that? Say that again. Sorry. Um, do you, Jeremy? Do you know any of the people working on and just like that? I don't. Uh, I've sort of been out of the loop since you know COVID, and I uh, haven't worked a whole lot. But um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's people on there that did the originals, and people on there that you know are just industry folk. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a small, yeah. small industry. I was hoping for a for a Bradshaw. Um, yeah, let's go on to let's go on to Samantha. Could happen. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam- Sam- yeah, yeah, this so is Samantha- like kind of the ultimate. Hers goes along with Carrie's, which is these great parallel stories of. I don't know the positive and the negative and of uh, of the twenty year old archetypes. So mm-hmm. Samantha's mm-hmm. is kind of this like cocky. I don't know, very uncool. Not a great, not a great secretary, that's for sure. Or she's gotten complacent yeah. in her job and uh, very rude. Do you? And it's a a great comeuppance to see because it kind of says what you said, Corey, which is like, oh, you get to see one of the great things about getting older, which is like you have experience 
and yeah. throwing a party like that would be very stressful and very just like, yeah, what, what do you have to do when you throw a party? Like you just get some booze and send out invites yeah. mm-hmm. and it's kind of a cool, it's kind of a cool honoring of like wisdom that you get as you get older and skills <laughs> that you get that are not very easy to understand when you're young. A hundred percent. I mean, I think that like we talk about Samantha as the older one on the show and they, t- they cover that later. Uh, but we also talked about Samantha so good at her job. And like, I think it's such a great thing where she's like this girl. It's yeah. It's such a like tale as old as time. Like girls, like whatever I can do what I want. And then you just see that she can't handle it. And it's great. It's like great comedically where Samantha actually like kind of has compassion on her. That's like, all right, I'm going to fix this because I've been in this situation before. And this is like, I'm good at my job and I also have a ton of experience. And then she sets her up with the crabs guy also. And I was like, I feel like you guys have a lot of fun together. Do you think it was that calculated though? I mean, I feel like a What's lot of that? that was just off the cuff of like, you know, like she's reacting at a party and then it's like, it just sort of worked out where they're, I don't know. It didn't seem like she was masterminding that whole thing. It seems like it just, they the were crabs just, yeah. thing. Uh, maybe maybe oh, I she mean, was. I think I he know. just happened to. I just think he happened to be there, and she was like, "And also, right. you should get with this guy." Yeah. Like that's kind of what I think she ended up doing. Gotcha. But yeah, I thought it was a I good, think, great I think Sam moment. There's a lot of stuff too. Like the, she was so rude, and then I don't know if I've done this before, but I could totally relate to the girl. She was so rude in the office, and then later she's just like, "Hey, what's up?" Like I have had people that have told me they're like, you made a really bad first impression when I met you younger. And I was like, oh, that's just like being this girl's over the top. She's just outright rude, but she doesn't hold it against Samantha later. She's like, oh, my gosh, thank you for coming. And I do feel like there there is something to that, that you're like, I don't know, you're kind of careless in your words and actions when you're younger. And then. Mm. She doesn't even hold it over. She's just excited that she came to the party and then she needs her later. And Samantha being a gracious older woman that she is and a mentor to many friends, you know, she's even a mentor to her friends throughout the whole show. And this Mm -hmm. is another example. She's like, all right, hold on. I got this. We'll get, we'll, we'll get this party back on track. Like Mm -hmm. she's never one to hold a grudge, which is one of her best qualities. And it's kind of on display here with someone that you could let them fuck up and then and then be like, ha ha, told you so. And it's kind of cool that she doesn't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She plays the um, long game. She plays the smarter, the crab game. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The long, the long crab. The long crab game. Play that long crap. Yeah. Play that long crap. I don't know if you guys noticed, um, but look, do you think this was the first use of praise you? Uh, in I don't know. I did notice that. Television the, the Fat Boy Slim yeah. song. Bum, that was really bum, freaking good. Because did that song come bum, out in the yeah. early 2000s? Because this was yeah. 2000 when that Must episode have, was shot. Yeah, I wonder if it's that was its... Let's get into Carrie while we can, especially her her and her intern. Yeah. Um, Because, first of all, let's go to the polls, which we have a lot of great polls in this. First, is Carrie too judgmental about their choice to save sex for marriage, 64% say kind of, 35% say no. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, I feel like what an interesting little twist in story writing that it's like she she's obsessed with Carrie. She's not like she's not like slut shamey to Carrie or anything like that. It's kind of cool to watch her inspire a mm-hmm. younger generation and then also 
the generation just be like, yeah, I'm doing things totally different, but like, I love you. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. I also, speaking of slut shaming, she's not slut shaming to Carrie, but when Carrie asked her if she's like, you know, working the fringes and like giving hand jobs or mm -hmm. BJs, she just goes, what do you think I am? Some kind of Lewinsky? Yeah. I wrote which that down a, too. I mean, very, it's just a very, a very well-timed thing to be like, no, I'm a real virgin. Right. I'm not a Lewinsky. I'm not blowing the president and saying it's not sex. But I mean, back in, back in that time frame, what did you guys have like strong stances on sex before marriage and stuff like that? Cause it's different now than it was say even 20 years ago. Um, like coming from a Christian, like church, going to a Christian church when I was younger and like that was mm -hmm. sort of things were just pounded into your head as, you know, like premarital sex is the devil and all that good stuff. But yeah. Oh yeah. We definitely yeah. did. I mean, Kevin, Kevin has an entire comedy special about it. Yeah, that's true. Check yeah. that out. Did I direct? Yeah. I and mean, I, I think that's, what's cool about this character is like, she seems very self-confident. Like that's one of the. Um, that's a way that she's not like Carrie, like Carrie, when you watch the show is not self-confident of anything. She's like very, very neurotic. Well, she, her confidence is like, I don't know, maybe that's just Sarah Jessica Parker playing her. Cause she's, she's able to be very confident and sexy and very neurotic and insecure at the same mm -hmm. time, which is amazing. But this person, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's cool to see someone be, open she, i don't know she's she just has that youngness that like it's a well-written character that i'm like man i want to follow this person for a few more episodes mm -hmm. um yeah it's a well-written character and they she she plays it really well too she just has this like this confidence that is like also very informed with like her her ethics and morals and stuff like that and she's also just very stoked and it's also funny that she keeps talking about Dr. Bradley Migo and saying like, oh my gosh, you met that guy. He's so hot. Because when we did our March Bradness, we have had, and listen, listen, I get it. Okay. I someone recently told me, a person I work with recently told me, they were like, you know, you, you, you should be an actor. And then they were like, hear me out. You're not classically handsome. <laughs> so like what I'm about to say, I get it. But like Dr. Bradley Migo is played up as this like hot doctor and we had many people during March Bradness be like, that dude is, he's not McSteamy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's not McDreamy. He's, uh, there's a lot of that in Sex and the City. There's a lot of guys that are like the hottest dudes that are not the hottest dudes. And so it's funny to have this young girl be like, oh my gosh, like, hey, listen, man, we're not, I'm, I'm not a 10. I'm fine not being a 10. But that dude, Migo's not dude, a 10. You, you don't need to be a 10 when you have a house in the Hamptons. That's the thing. That That's porch. I mean? you that can, porch is like three points by itself. I, I feel like the I feel like the Hamptons is probably <laughs> exactly. the Hamptons probably full of a lot of very rich, strong five point fives. Is that true? I I, th I think it's quite populated with them, and then a lot of uh, hot looking young people that are just hammered out of their minds in some shitty bar in Montauk. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, but, totally. Yeah. Um, I want to read through these and get you guys' reactions on these because they go right along with like basically the Carrie um, uh, and then younger writer dynamic, which is the question was the only thing, well, the Carrie Bradshaw quote, which is the only thing worse than being single in your thirties in this city is being single and in your twenties. Do you disagree or not? The majority disagree. And here are some of the comments back. One is in your twenties, you're supposed to be grinding and working toward a career. And that writer is totally doing that. Mm -hmm. She's got that, like she got that modern grind mentality for sure. 
Um, and then also 20s is the time to be stupid and free. That's the time to have fun. Being single is better. And you get to know yourself. Someone said, in retrospect, I would have totally relished my single 20s more. Screw being attached. And someone said, because finding yourself is more important than finding someone else. Hmm. Is that like a, I feel like that's a, that's got, that's like the most Carrie Bradshaw thing I've ever heard. It does seem like that. It seems like it's like, um, yeah, it's one of her, I couldn't this, help but This wonders. one's pretty good. You have time to waste in your 20s, 30s, fuck boys are much more dis disheartening. <laughs> <laughs> it gets, starts getting serious around then, so it's like, yeah. The, yeah, the you more, get less time yeah. to waste. But, uh, totally. Being single in your 20s builds character. Um, your 30s, everyone assumes you'll date anyone to get married. Mm. There's mounting pressure in your 30s and less single friends to have fun with. More confident in your 30s, 20s are so awkward, often lacking confidence, direction, and money. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know. It's, it seems like we have a lot of compassionate 30s and 40-year-old followers on Instagram, you know, because yeah. there's like not a lot of judgment. There's a lot of like, I've yes, here's how I grew and here's the perspective I have now. No, nope. yeah. yeah. A lot of no worries. No worries. Yeah, totally. Gotta love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, uh, I think that a lot of those things are really true though. Like I think that, I mean, look, people are getting married later now or in the past like 10 years or whatever. So there's probably more people than back, even when the show came out that were single into their thirties. And there's probably more people when the show was airing that were married in their twenties. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of the people on our, on our poll, you know, maybe were single into their thirties. Mm -hmm. For or hmm. later, I think it's different now too. Just that in general of like, oh, my twenties, my thirties, my forties, my fifties. I, I for what I, maybe I'm I'm so far away from it and separated from it that, um, you know that it's so far in my rear view that I don't understand it. But it seems like to me that nobody is really like. I mean, I feel like twenties and thirties are just smushed together nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. don't. I, when I meet somebody, it's I don't know. It doesn't seem like it, it's. Uh, it's such a it's such a line as of what it used to be like oh god I'm you know I don't know I feel like we've yeah, gotten a lot yeah, more yeah. accepting of age and uh and in some yeah. ways I don't know yeah I do feel like there is a difference between I mean I've always like felt like twenty five and under is different than like late twenties to early thirties mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and like yeah. I think that just because it's like usually and you know usually if someone has gone to school or if they started their like work journey in their early twenties, like your first couple of years of your twenties up to 25, like you just haven't been around adult socialization as much. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I could be proved mm -hmm. wrong on this, but like, I think like once no, no, you no, meet someone no, who's 25, I think most people that you meet someone's 25, 26, it's like, Oh yeah, I've been like, I've had roommates. I've been paying bills. I've been right. paying rent. Like I've had one or two or three jobs at that point. Mm -hmm you know, and you've kind of like been through it a little bit, even if you're not married or haven't really been in a serious relationship at that point. Absolutely. I think, um, I think the one last thing we have to cover, which is, uh, we'll do very quickly because we'll get to cover this plenty more episodes to come, but the big boy's back and he brought Natasha with him. He did. And, and also, uh, yeah, it's kind of like uh it's it's kind of shocking and it's kind of cool cuz it brings Carrie back to like throwing <laughs> throwing up for a different reason. There's just so many 
perfectly told stories <laughs> that it's like you puke from alcohol in your twenties and you puke from seeing the love of your life married to someone it, younger than you in your thirties. Like it's yeah, kind of an mm. incredible yeah. writing. It that's true. That's really true. Yeah. The, the, it, what a twist to end on the 20 something woman being Biggs new girlfriend. And I didn't realize that Natasha was like 26 at this point. Cause big is yeah. 40 mm. at least. Big's yeah. like in his forties, I think. So she's like a strong 15 years plus younger than him. I did think it was a little like, okay, we've, we've talked about this. Like we've all been around seeing an ex in a public place and it's stressful. It's like a very stressful yeah. thing. Mm. Even if you're on good terms with the yeah. ex, it can be a stressful. You, there, there's always like a little, like if you're not expecting it, there's a little like skip of, skip of the beat of the heart mm -hmm. where you're like, Oh, oh they're here. Mm -hmm. But I will say Carrie did go into full carry mode when she walked up behind him and just goes, is it you? I was like, maybe oh, have a better yeah. opening line. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just be like, Hey, how's, uh, hi, I didn't know you were going to be here. Yeah. Or I feel you're like back from yeah. is it you is kind of a weird thing. I mean, that's the whole thing that yeah. is like, he was back from Europe and he didn't tell her, right. That was a huge uh, part of that storyline is that, or it seemed to me, well, yeah, and also, like I'm back in town, yeah. and you said you were going to call when I'm back in town, and you're you're obviously with another woman now, uh, which doesn't. And bubble. he didn't even he didn't even end up doing the trip that broke them up. Like he was going to stay there, and mm. he he's like, oh, that didn't work out. So it's kind of crazy that the thing didn't work out, but he didn't be like, hey, Carrie Bradshaw, I'm the trip to Paris is off, you know. So right. it's kind of the extra sting. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, it's it's like a one two three punch of like seeing him yeah the insecurity of seeing a younger person yeah and then knowing like oh wow this the breakup was kind of didn't even need to happen mm -hmm. yeah totally yeah um which feels like a very carrie and big theme mm. so all right well thank you everybody hamptons well, and the hamptons I thanks everyone uh everyone please uh give us uh go give us a review on itunes Hit us with those five stars, those five Cosmos. We got a Patreon if you want to hear more stuff. Uh, shout out to John and Katie and little Mickey. Little Mickey. And, and Balin. Ah. Good to be with you. Well, uh, as my parting words. Good, I good to be with you. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. Um, I just, you know, wanted to help. And I want to leave you guys with this. Um, never wag one's pussy. N just don't do it. Don't wag your pussy. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, I know Samantha could drop that line, or I think she was her. Um, but don't do it. Just don't wag your pussy. And the other thing is, if you do have crabs, don't itch your balls on camera. Um, there you go. So those are my Amen. two words of wisdom for everyone. Amen. I, a I, think, a I think with that, freaking men. With that, here's a strong later taters. Later, later taters. taters. I thought that's your... Okay, great. Later, Taylor. <laughs> the Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>